0: The following podcast contains spoilers for The Christmas Chronicle and The Endless. You have been warned.
1: Everybody to KFR News Radio. This is uh, Glenjamin Button and Michael Magusto, uh, Here, right after the
0: holidays, uh, Mike. How you doing, buddy? I'm pretty dang good. How are you? Oh, Excellent. Excellente. <laughs> how was your uh, your holiday break?
1: It, uh, it wasn't bad. I got to come up to Pennsylvania for uh, mm. the weekend before Christmas, but uh, on Christmas I had to I had to come back. That sucks. My jobs don't like me. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> so, that wasn't bad overall. Yeah. I, uh, I enjoyed it. That's got good. Got to see That's this uh, Christmas Chronicle movie. I got to see that on uh, on Christmas. What a treat, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. We got to catch
0: up, man. We do so have catch up. How was your w- w-
1: holiday break? I almost said winter it was, break, but we're it still was, in
0: winter. Uh... <laughs> it was all right. I uh, went to Tennessee for a week. Uh, then I went, came back and just chilled. Started filming a, mo- a new movie, uh, called Uh-oh. Eugene versus Humanity. And wrapped up the first two days. We're gonna be on a short hiatus, and then in January, we're gonna pick it back up with, I think, five or six more filming days. Five or that's a lot of days. Yeah, I'm trying to make it days. good, trying to make it real good. <laughs> yeah, hey, I don't
1: blame you. Um, well, I haven't done really anything. I worked a lot cuz I'm still that holiday yeah. season's killing me with packages. I, can imagine. I did get to see a, I get to see a bunch of movies, though, since uh the other side of my uh, relationship was in Pennsylvania for like the whole week, so I got to oh, see a good. bunch of movies.
0: I saw I saw for me not that much. Uh it's probably I'm curious to see w- uh, if it's on your level or not. Hey, so, mm-hmm. we'll see. <laughs> Uh, what did you see this uh, the past two weeks? <clears throat> well, I kicked it off with an
1: anime. <laughs> of course you did. Of course well, you did. It was I got that uh, Godzilla trailer came out uh, recently. Oh yes, it is. So so I got hyped for that, and I was like, you know what, man, I gotta I gotta watch a monster movie. I can't not watch a monster movie. And Netflix has uh, Netflix original anime mm-hmm. uh, animation for Godzilla. And the first one, it was decent. It was pretty good. Uh, not overall I'd recommend it to you or anything like that. But uh, I was like, you know what? I watched it. It was good. And then <laughs> that was like a year or two ago. And then they came out with a second one called Godzilla City on the Edge of Battle. Ooh. And man, was it just a, it was a, just a solid okay. It was just a <laughs> solid... A, a solid okay. It was just a solid okay. Not much happened. Godzilla was barely in, it, and when he was, it just didn't really matter. Uh, yeah. But overall, it's just not recommending that to you. But uh, the second one, man, was much better in comparison because that was a whole different level of monster. Oh, yeah? uh, Rumble in the Bronx. Ooh. Jackie Chan. That's the monster Ooh. I'm talking about. Ooh. I mean the story. It did, I couldn't care less about the story, but uh. Jackie Chan all and you, yeah, all the all stuff you need that is he does. Chan. Whew, that was a good movie. And then I saw uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I Really enjoyed that movie. I actually thought Sony blew it out of the park with at least their lineup with uh, shit that they usually make. At, at least since uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man's, I thought uh, it's one of the better ones. Mm-hmm. And
0: then Sp- last was one. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. That's the one. I also saw that. I thought it was meh. Solid I meh. seem to be the only person that thinks it was meh <coughs> I mean, I don't. I don't blame you. John Mulaney was like the only part that I really enjoyed of it. Spider Ham, uh, Spider Ham, uh, also known as Peter Porker. Yeah. Um, you know, I I just the I will admit the animation was great, but that was pretty much the only part that stood out. Everything else was just kind of okay. Yeah, there was uh, times
1: where it felt like you were on an LSD trip. Like it was yeah. a little
0: too much at times, but and, and I you it know, I, uh, it's it's your typical end of the world story, so nothing <clears throat> nothing really different, in my opinion. Um, and then the last one I got to see,
1: um, at least that I wrote down, the last one I got to see was Shot Caller, and it's with your uh with your boy from Game of Thrones fame. Uh, I don't know his actual name because it's very uh, <laughs> it's very out there. Uh, Jamie Lannister. actually oh, I, yeah. I could probably just look it up real quick and actually give his real name a shout out. Nikolai Kosterwaldow. <laughs> that's that's the see. It wasn't wasn't easy, was it?
0: Or Nikolaj. Nikolai I, Coster- I don't know if it's Nikolai or Nikolaj. I'm I'm not gonna act sure like I know Nicolai. what's going on. But how many movies is up. that? That's that's a lot up. for that's you.
1: Four? Four? I
0: think. Oh. I might have I might have seen more. Uh, I thought I thought you mightn't read me, but. I saw five.
1: <laughs> oh, man, one. I was so close. So <laughs> I had, had kept like, watching it, I was like, you know what? I'll play some
0: video games. Why not? <laughs> I, I did. I did see Spider-Man of the Spider-Verse, as we talked about. Just meh for me. Uh, saw Mortal Engines. Uh, not good. Yeah, not surprised. Yeah, not good. Um, I don't really have anything to say about that uh, other than Michael Bennett a uh, uh, player from the Philadelphia Eagles has a nice cameo in it really? and they hold on it like it's a cameo that everyone would know but pretty much only Seattle <laughs> Seahawks fans and Philadelphia Eagles fans would know who he is so that was nice uh, I saw a simple favor which was garbage and I don't understand why so many people like it it, it, it was uh, terrible It was is
1: that, the, is that the one with Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively
0: yeah, it's uh, Paul Feig. You know, if a movie <laughs> is advertised as, uh, it kind of happened with The Happening. Although I somewhat enjoy The Happening just because of how bad it is. Yeah. Uh, in The Happening, they're like, it's M. Night Shyamalan's first R-rated movie. If that's how you're advertising it, you, it's probably not good. And then with A Simple Favor, <laughs> it's like Paul Feig's first non-comedic movies. Like, if yeah, I know it's not gonna be good, and it wasn't. It was garbage. It was. Uh, you know, I had more fun getting teeth drilled before um (laughs) and then watching this i think we both uh, i mean if
1: i if i remember i think kira saw this twice only because not because she wanted to the first time she thought it was it was it was okay um and then the second time she was like well there's some nitpicks i
0: think one of her friends asked her to come along she was like yeah okay yeah uh yeah, I just, I, I did not like it. Caitlin didn't like it either. We watched it together. It's just not, it was not a good time. Yeah, I can't. Super predictable. I can't remember. Uh, and, I think we went to campy. go see
1: a double feature, and she's like, do you want to see this one with me? I'm like, absolutely not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I saw Mary, Queen of Scots with, uh, Margot Robbie and Saoirse Ronan. Uh, that was actually really good. I really enjoyed it. Um yeah it's uh you know <laughs> we, we talked about outlaw King earlier. This is like uh, Robert the Bruce's great 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 granddaughter or something like that uh, yeah is Sir Ronan. so it's about her uh, kind of trying to take over the throne of uh England and Scotland okay. at the same time. Uh, so yeah, I'd recommend that one. Uh, then I saw If Beale Street Could Talk, directed by Barry Jenkins, who directed Moonlight, uh, won Best Picture a couple of years ago. Um, but If Beale Street Could Talk is his movie for this year, and it was really good. Um, What's really funny is there's actually
1: an advertisement for it right here. Oh, well, there you go. Right on my front page here. S- spoopy. Oh, that's nice.
0: it's spoopy. That's spoopy. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I didn't enjoy it as much as uh, Moonlight. Uh, it's probably gonna get a lot of accolades. I'm not a hundred percent sure if it deserves it, but it was really good, and, um, you know, had had I had a good crowd there, like it was, <laughs> it was a crowd that was talking during the movie, classic, uh, but you know, it kind of made it. I don't want to say more. It was just a different experience. It wasn't just like, you know. It's, I understand. It, yeah, I understand it was, it what you're talking hard. about.
1: Um, I forget what movie. Oh, there was one movie I was watching. It was the exact same thing. I can't. Oh, I wish I could remember it. But
0: yeah, sometimes like in, in, in the right movie and the right crowd, it's not a terrible thing if people talk during it. Yeah. Um. Ninety-nine <coughs> percent of the time, it is a terrible thing if people talk during the movie. But yeah, this one I didn't mind it as much. Uh, and yeah, that's all I saw. Other than our two movies really Which, disappointed in you, Mike. Why? I, I expected better of you. Well, I expected I was, 15 movies. I was and, in the mountains of Tennessee for a week, and then I had to come home and start shooting a movie pretty much right away. <laughs> and also there was holiday season. i the stills so. did look pretty good, though. The stills oh, thank of you. what you shot Thank you. Good. I was like, if of, Beale of Street could talk? I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, thank you. Um... But yeah, let's let's get into it. Let's get into our two (laughs) movies. Glenn. Oh boy. What is our first movie? The first movie is gonna be The Christmas Chronicles. Ooh.
1: Dear Santa, this is Kate Pierce. I've been really good this year. I do say bad words every now and then, but that's only when my brother Teddy makes fun of me and I lose my I mean my temper. Let go, you're gonna break it! (laughs) Who cares? This camera's like twenty years old. I have to work. It's Christmas Eve. You're gonna stay home with your sister. We should make a video. Maybe we could get a shot of Santa Claus. You really have no clue, do you? Nobody's
0: ever seen Santa Claus.
1: Tell me you're getting this. Do you realize how big of a deal this is? We need to get a closer look. Are you crazy?
0: Duck! Any he see us? I don't think so. Cupid. I'm coming. Hold on to something. Santa Claus. Live and in person. One night only. Can you go ho ho ho? I don't go ho ho ho. That's a myth.
1: Directed by uh, Clay uh, Cadis and stars Kurt Russell as Santa Claus, Darby Camp and Judah Lewis. And the, uh, the plot here is the story of sister and brother Kate and Teddy Pierce, whose Christmas Eve, plan to catch Santa Claus on camera, turns into an, unex- an unexpected journey that most kids can only dream about. Ooh.
0: Oh, man. So, when I first saw the trailer for this, I had one thought. Poor Kurt Russell. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I, I felt like he had fallen so far, and so long, and uh, while I don't feel that same way after watching the movie, I still kind of feel a little bit bad, you know, he looked like he had fun, but I hope hope this isn't the only movie he could have gotten. (laughs) Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I doubt it. I feel, I feel like it's probably probably just wanted of what to. he wanted to do. Um, yeah. But I recommended this because it was Kurt Russell. Yeah, I know. I remember I know. <laughs> seeing the trailer. Uh, Caitlin was watching it with me and she's like, why did he recommend <laughs> this? And I said, Kurt Russell. Yeah. Kurt
1: Russell. Uh, that boy's my man crush. I don't care how old he's at this point. um <laughs> So when I recommended it because it had Kurt Russell. I remember seeing the trailer on Netflix for it, but not connecting the dots that mm-hmm. it was this movie. And when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, this movie's going to be fucking garbage. <laughs> and lo and behold, uh, it wasn't that great. But I swear to God, if Kurt Russell didn't look like he had a good time, Kurt Russell was she, the only reason
0: this movie was good. Yes. Or I wouldn't even say good. <laughs> the, the only reason this movie was okay. <laughs> yeah. If he if they had anyone else as Santa Claus uh singing with members of the East Street Band for whatever reason straight up doing Jailhouse Rock with 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 members of the actual <laughs> East Street Band. At least one, I don't know if they all are, but at least yeah. one of them was from the E Street Band. Uh it would have been terrible. <laughs> um little fun fact though oliver hudson who plays the dad that uh ends up you know good old dead doug at, pierce yeah after the he ends up dead after the montage uh he is kurt russell's stepson so this is a whole family affair
1: <laughs> yeah oh uh, man by the by the end of it i'm kind of obviously we already did the spoiler thing but at the end yeah. of it and when Mrs. Claus came up and I was like, if that's not fucking Goldie Hawn, I will be absolutely furious. And she turned around I'm like, OK, everything's
0: everything's been saved. You and I have completely different reactions to that. Like Caitlin <laughs> and I, we were talking about I was like, oh, is that so-and-so is that, is that is who is that? Who is that? And we were like debating who it was. And then when she turned around, I was like, oh. It's just his wife.
1: <laughs> well, and I was so disappointed mind,
0: that it was Goldie Hawn. In my I mind they were so like, disappointed, if it was gonna hype it up, it might as well have been Goldie Hawn. Yeah, that's, I, that's... Uh, I thought it was lame, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it, like a lot of the people we did mention would have been more exciting. Oh, more exciting to me, like we thought it might have been Helen Mirren. Like after the first line, then her second line I was like, "No, that's not Helen Mirren." Yeah. Like when her, her first line that was in Elvish. um and it sounded nothing like Goldie Hawn huh? yeah, it didn't at first, and it's i uh, I was just so so disappointed uh but yeah <laughs> let's let's just get into it um it the The movie opens with this this uh montage of sorts of Christmases from like two thousand six or seven, and it's honestly one of the worst openings of a Christmas movie I've ever seen yeah. <laughs> I, Hated it like when when that happened. I was like is this what, what did Glenn get me into? What is this? What, <laughs> what did I get myself yeah. into? So I saw not Kurt only- Russell and everything else faded
1: into the black. I was like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> not only did Was it a super cheesy and lame opening? Uh, something that most people won't really care about The aspect ratio of the home video was four by three, which mm-hmm. is like this the square look that's not what the average aspect ratio of a DV tape was back then. <laughs> it was 16 by 9. Why was it 4 by 3? Why couldn't oh, yeah. you just have, like, the safety margins to show that you're do- doing a recording like every other person? No, they had to put in 4 by 3. And I'm sure <laughs> that didn't bother anyone else, but it sure as hell bothered me. Uh, I was <coughs> not yeah. Also,
1: audience, sorry I keep coughing. I'm so it's sick good. from, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Uh, this... I swear to God, this movie... Had a checklist in front of it, and they were just like, let's let's do all the Christmas tropes we can. Yeah, dead parent. Uh, Kurt Russell Uh, in a beard with the beautiful man. Got it. That's the first. A (laughs) A list. Check, check, check. Got that. All right. Uh, Elves, uh, reindeer, uh, family crisis. Uh, we we got the whole shebang here. Let's keep going. Uh, Bing, 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 presents, all that. It just kept going.
0: (laughs) Yeah. One thing, another trope that they have is uh, during a – uh, you know, a, a little fight between the sister and brother—they break a family picture, mm-hmm. and this happens. It's not just this movie; it happens in a lot of movies where the person who picks up the picture is so upset that the frame is broken. The picture's still fine. Why do you care about the frame? It's—it's like, it's just ruined. ruined. Yeah, Everything. it's just glass. They, they they act like it's the end of the world when a picture's ruined. Like the picture's still fine. Yeah, just just get a new frame. You don't even need the glass. You could just take the glass out and then just have the. Picture in there and it'd be fine. And then,
1: then if you think about it, it's just you're closer to the picture at that point. Mm-hmm. You're, there's nothing mm-hmm. holding you back.
0: <laughs> so, so this movie starts out um, essentially the the younger sister is recording a video to Santa Claus because apparently that's how they do it in 2017 yeah. or 2018 uh, because you know an old person wrote this movie and just tried to be as hip as possible. <laughs> um, Actually, I have no idea if that's even true if an old person wrote this movie, but it just felt like that. It felt like an old person was writing what they think a, uh, you know, a a a preteen and a teenager would be talking like. But um, so she's recording a a video to Santa Claus. Her brother comes in, uh, almost ruins the, the magic of Christmas for her, but then decides not to because, you know their dad just died and he's trying not to be a complete (laughs) asshole. Um, But they did a... In the montage, they did a good job of showing he was an asshole uh, when he was wearing a Patriots jersey. Pretty Um, much. Right off the bat. Right off the bat, you see that Patriots jersey, He was like, oh, this kid's a loser. uh, Because... He's in, Well, I mean, I guess he's in Boston, so it's not that bad. But I saw the Patriots <laughs> jersey, and I was like, I don't like this kid. Could have been anything um, else. Yeah. Or the fact but, that, you know, he steals cars yeah. and
1: other shit yeah, like that. So, <laughs> yeah, so
0: the sister follows him when he goes to hang out with his friends. They straight up steal a car, and the sister threatens to tell the mom and then, like, gets the opportunity to, but then doesn't because she, you know, she loves her brother. If your brother steals a car... You should definitely tell your parents. I know snitches get stitches and everything but that's not like smoking pot or, or drinking or whatever. That's stealing yeah. a car. Like, that's that a is felony, a, brother. That's a felony. <laughs> if your uh. brother commits a <laughs> felony, you should bring it to someone's attention, especially when he's that young and the punishment will be minimal. You want, you want to get that <laughs> nipped in
1: the bud. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't read my first bullet when, I, uh, when we introduced this movie, and I oh, wish yeah. I had because, man, is it a bad dad joke. Man. So I'm going to do it now. I'm gonna okay. do it now so hard. Go for it. Right off the bat, this movie starts out with like any other family movie does. With a broken family having to work past their problems for the greater cause. Or in this case, the greater clause. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> You're welcome.
0: <laughs> a hallmark, uh, you can take that, write it on a card. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> following, following another Christmas trope, uh, the brother and sister, via the mom having to go and work on Christmas Eve, get stuck together and have to spend Christmas Eve together. They decide that they want to try to catch santa claus on videotape because millennials and it's and not very hard to convince the brother at all it's, it's not really hard says, you need uh, to help he's like fine yeah i'll That's destroy it. that tape if you help uh even though you shouldn't it's it's evidence <laughs> of a felony um but so they they set it up they get a whole bunch of treats and then he brings in two cartons of ice cream into their little closet that they're hanging out trying to catch santa claus that ice cream gonna melt Hmm. I, I thought about that. That's it's, it. Was like when I wasn't container. what
1: ten o'clock when they were doing that?
0: Yeah, something like that. Not I don't even, even know. But ah uh, man, and it's the the little girl in this. The 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 main girl in this is so terrible. She was awful. It's, yeah, she was the worst part. Honestly, you take her out, it's probably a significantly better movie. But but listen, you got to give the girl props for learning Elvish in
1: a, less than a night. I mean, she only said one line, and... Oh, also, she learned uh, the whole freaking language, though. Pretty much after <laughs> that one line, she's like, I know Elvis! I'm like, uh, okay, good little girl, that's not, relax. That's
0: not, how, that's not how it works. Uh, yeah, Is, it, But yeah, we're just kind of <laughs> going back to it, it's... Kurt Russell's really the only redeeming quality of this movie. Yeah, like That's even probably what they're banking on, too. Even
1: that, like, it was... They gave him
0: so much cheesy crap to do. Yeah. Although I did kind of like um how he like kept getting upset that people depicted him as being fat. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Or the the ho 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 thing. He's like, Yeah. I
1: never said that. Yeah. I never once said that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, uh Oh man, what really killed me was like right in the beginning of the movie when uh <laughs> They made him say fake news. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: That's when I knew it was like written a, by an old person. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Uh, nah. I was like, okay, I can, I can see where this movie's definitely <laughs> <I did>. going. <laughs> yeah, this this happens with a lot of Christmas movies, uh, where that take place in a big city. Why are the streets completely empty on Christmas Eve? Like, yeah, Christmas Eve sh- streets are you know not as packed. But they're not that empty. No, they're usually this. Most of the time, they're full of traffic, too. Yeah, they're full of traffic. And there's not a single person (laughs) on the streets of Chicago, uh, you know, as they're being chased by the police and and all that. It's it's, uh, Would it kill them to just have an extra or two walking in the background? I don't even need cars. I understand you're you're trying to do like a a car chase here, but like just have people (laughs) walking on the sidewalks, for God's sake. Listen. And it's it's when
1: it's too much.
0: Yeah. You're asking so, too much. So when when Kurt Russell or uh, Santa Claus gets uh, arrested um there there's this uh part where he there, he's trying to bring the the spirit of Christmas up. It's down by 19% and he wants to bring it up. And so he finds a member of the East Street Band that just happens to be in jail on christmas eve in chicago with santa claus (laughs) and uh it was i uh, my bullet point when they start playing that song is murder me please Uh, end the life of me (laughs) just now it was it was uh
1: uh if it helps like during that scene we had a good old lamorne morris breaking it down with a little little dance number Oh yeah I enjoyed him I enjoyed him in was he movie. was he
0: the uh, one of the, the officers the the one that saw the reindeer fly and no one believed him right yeah 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 he was good um, but he I mean he's good in everything he's a, he's, he's just a funny guy um the, <laughs> when when the brother uh gets kind of kidnapped by the thugs and goes back and then the elves come out of the bag and save him why? They threw they 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 just kind of knocked all the, the the thugs out, but then they were gonna straight up murder Teddy with a chainsaw when they got to him yep. when they thought he was one of the bad guys. Like, how do you go from just throwing when, people well, out of windows on the first story windows to straight up murdering a kid with a chainsaw? Gotta have that dramatic tension. <laughs> <laughs> also, is... Oh my
1: God, when uh, that the the head thug like was open in the bag of presents and he goes. Mm-hmm looks like christmas came early i fucking i i I dropped my head i was like (sighs) but literally it's about like it's almost christmas it's like an hour away from like the logic
0: the logic it's no it's it's, it
1: looks like christmas came early get the fuck out of here end this movie stop it it's christmas go away it's done it's terrible (laughs) Uh, so uh, so like uh when uh, when i recommended this movie uh I hadn't gone to see my family yet for the holidays, and right. obviously during last weekend it did. And like pretty much uh, I heard a bunch of people, like family members and just other people I was meeting, like, oh, man, Christmas Chronicles, man, it's a, uh, it's a pretty good film. I'm like, yeah. And then I finally got to watch it on Christmas Day, and I'm not going to lie to you, I tried to watch this movie three times. <laughs> I fell asleep two out of the three times. I got yeah. to about the half-hour mark before I passed right out. I got to the hour mark before I pass it right out. And then what's funny is the second time, like I had woken up from my slumber and I looked at the TV and saw that the movie was still going. And I just was like, I turned around. I just turned around and went back to sleep. I'm like, it's not even worth it right now.
0: <laughs> so
1: literally I chose sleep over this
0: movie. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, So when, when, you know, they finally get a plan to save Christmas and it just includes them uh helping him out by like throwing presents to him so he doesn't have to carry his his uh his gift sack uh, <laughs> honestly that was a better movie than the rest of the movie' where just i i would I would like to see just a you know ninety minute movie about a adrenaline junkie Santa Claus yeah. Because he would like hop up on the sleigh, they would give him a present, and then he, he would jump down. Even though he has the the ability to teleport, he would jump down and just go. <laughs> yeah, just, just <laughs> slam dunking him chimneys and shit. And it was it was just really because he he looked ab, looked and sounded absolutely insane, and that was oh, a yeah. significantly better movie than the rest of the movie. Just an insane adrenaline junkie Santa Claus that uh, jumps out of planes and and sleighs and just trying to save Christmas but it, I, I thought that was that part was entertaining and it's just, it just could have been so much better if it was just you know two hours of that
1: yeah I wouldn't I absolutely wouldn't mind another Kurt Russell Santa Claus movie just you know not this one not mm-hmm. with the same cast if yeah. it was better better written didn't do the Christmas movie tropes that it like the list that it needed to check off mm-hmm. which, as long as it just became like an original christmas chronicle movie yeah i would i would be down for another
0: one there's a at the very end uh you know when they're saying good, their goodbyes the girl asks him to say say it and he says no i don't <laughs> want it and he's, he's, she said please just for me just once and he says fine then he gets in the sleigh flies around and comes around and in slow motion in the most spiteful manner with the look that says, I'm going to murder this child.
1: <laughs> ho, ho, oh. ho.
0: <laughs> it was just so such an angry moment. Or least, I don't know if it was supposed to be, but it came off like he was just like you, you little bitch! How dare you make me say this? Yeah, I was, I
1: was really hoping that he just fly off without saying it because I was like, "Oh, is he gonna just fly off? That'd be great." Oh, I, I that wish would save he this whole movie. Yeah, I wish he had. All right, I'll he, do it for you,
0: Katie. Yeah.
1: Flies off, goes away, never says it. Yeah. Merry Christmas, uh, you little bitch. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's all I really got to say about the Christmas. Comic. Let's see massively mediocre and vomit inducing christmas movie with uh terrible morals and well not terrible morals your, your typical morals that have no creativity in them whatsoever and it's okay to be a little naughty just not naughty naughty imagine if we all work together this just might work we need to rally the reindeer call me me call me and find the elves i think i'm in the north pool Please busted. Can you guys fix
1: it? Maybe we can still save
0: Christmas. Ah! Face yourself! Show up! Less than an hour before the sun rises. Whoa. Let's get this party started. <laughs> we have a land auto. Yeah, you just like wave your hand and Jedi mind trick the cops. I'm Santa Claus, Teddy, not Yoda.
1: Okay, that's enough fun for one night. Are you listening? Comet, you can slow down! Come back in!
0: Why must they keep drawing me like that? Does my butt really look that big to you? Now well, let's move on to The Endless.
1: There is a house. I was told that they were all going to kill themselves. That's why we left the cult. They sent us a video.
0: Watching I just wanted to say the Ascension is something that we've all been looking forward to we
1: couldn't be happier I want to go back One day one night we come straight back good to see you two What the dickens brings you all the way out here just thought we'd visit while you're uh, here We're always here
0: Directed by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, and starring Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson. The Endless... <laughs> <laughs> the Endless tells the story of a couple of men who, as kids, they escaped a UFO death cult. Now, two adult brothers seek answers for an old videotape that surfaces and brings them back to where they began. Uh, I mean, that's a nice, quick little, uh, synopsis from IMDb. So. Um... But yes, it's uh it's a movie about a UFO death cult and uh <laughs> the the reason I picked this movie it is a um it had a pretty big excuse the uh the pun cult following um, you know, it's it's uh the the main reason it was it was super low budget. I couldn't find Any you know exact number for a budget but you know uh for the most part up
1: too i didn't i couldn't see any estimate i saw how much it made
0: yeah it it, it grossed uh total it grossed uh, total it grossed like a little under three hundred thousand dollars but was still successful so my guess is that it's significantly lower than three hundred thousand dollars yeah but it is uh it's essentially a, a a good example of what you can do with a little with a little to no budget, and um, you know you know me, I like movies like that, yeah. where it's like, hey, we have no money, but let's make this movie as good as possible. And this one was no re- exception, really. You know, it was it was uh, I th- I thought it was interesting. Um, we had a running theme of DV tapes between our two movies right now, because <laughs> in the beginning they they. Uh, Get a tape Sorry, and it's I'm like lying up for tape. a cough And I'm trying not to do it while you talk It's all good <laughs> um, um,
1: uh, Yeah I don't know what the well, I think we planned that I, You can't tell me any, Either that or it was just fate
0: <laughs> It was just fate um, But yeah it was super low budget It had some pretty impressive effects For being as low budget as it was um, And I, w- I wish I could see what the budget was um, yeah, same here.
1: Because but, this movie, for being low budget, and I, I wouldn't, I don't want to say, I guess, amateur filmmakers.
0: Maybe? I mean, it was amateur. I, one of my first notes, um, is like in the beginning, was it's the most indie-looking movie we've done. Yeah. Where it, it it looks low budget, but not in a bad way. It just doesn't have that that uh, Hollywood. Uh, I, for me, it's mostly the color correction, the color grading. That yeah, it looked uh, was, like it was obvious.
1: A filter on it the whole movie
0: yeah and not not in a bad way either it's just yeah. kinda it's uh it was kind of more flat than most hollywood movies um that's something that a lot of indie movies kind of struggle with is getting <laughs> good color grading with good contrast um and myself included when when I make movies but uh it's it's um yeah the, it it's one of the most indie movies we've indie looking movies we did Oh yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was uh, pretty interesting. What, do you have any uh, any um, thoughts? Yeah, uh, I will.
1: I will admit, I did see this right after the Christmas Chronicles, so same here. I, I watched both of uh, them last night. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't say I went into this, you know, the happiest human being in the world. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, but I feel like for the the budget that I would assume that it had, which was really low, um, this movie was definitely good it took a little bit uh pacing wise to like actually get into yeah me being yeah. interested um but again it's mainly budget i feel like if they if they had like a not hollywood budget but maybe mm-hmm. like a little bit less they could have done better on maybe like uh no offense to these guys but like actors maybe they could have polished up the script yeah and, i kind of
0: feel like they uh well it would, it, to me, it felt like they cast themselves because they couldn't afford to pay anyone else. Yeah, and absolutely
1: um, don't blame them. We've we've been there. Yeah, uh, yeah. We've, I mean, we've had I, to work I, with ourselves. I, I hate
0: being in movies, and I have to cast myself <laughs> in movies sometimes. So, yeah. um, but it's uh to kind of get more in depth with the plot. So th- these they they escaped a death cult, a UFO death cult, like two years ago, or sorry, ten years ago, ten years ago, yeah, and um the older brother um told his younger brother that the uh to to kind of persuade him to leave because the younger brother didn't really want to leave to persuade him to leave said that they were going to commit suicide and um you know kind of told him more lies uh but the the one that remains to be you know if it was actually a lie or just massively off date um was the suicide one uh, when when they find out that when the younger brother finds out that they're still alive, he, he kind of gets back into to that romanticized idea of what the cult is. And yeah, they
1: get they get one of those tapes that we were talking about earlier and uh, kind of like uh, flashes that, hey, we're going to we're going we're gonna to serve our bodies to the, the greater good or whatever yeah. you want to call it. And they're basically saying they're going to do a suicide pact. And yeah. so they're like, "Well, we gotta go check this out." What's uh? Well, not they, uh, Aaron, right? Aaron, yeah, yeah Ar- Aaron's Ar- like, "Well,
0: let's let's go." And the older brother's just like, "No." Yeah, and so when they get back to the 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 cult, the the funny thing I thought was they keep pointing out how culty it is. In a lot of cult movies, they'll they'll just not use the word cult at all. Yeah. But and in, in, in this, they pull up, and the first thing they see is a guy with a fanny pack just smiling maniacally. <laughs> <benignantly. laughs> And he, and the uh, Justin just says, oh, that's culty.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they they whip and that quote out a lot because even, even yeah. the, the cult leader, I, yeah. I wouldn't... He's yeah, so just like, do you, do you mind if we get a little culty
0: on you? Yeah, <laughs> so they don't... I, I like that they didn't avoid uh, the word cult because, like like I said, in a lot of cult movies, they'll just be like, oh, that's not a word. It's kind of like using the the word zombie in a zombie movie. Yeah. Um, and it's... Uh, you know, they when they get there, you know, Aaron is kind of back where he was. He realizes he remembers all the great things about the 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 community they lived in, and um, while Justin isn't having a bad time, he he's definitely like skeptical, like about what's going on. He still believes they're going to kill himself, and then. You know again we we said we said this movie was slow moving, but uh which it is um it it does keep you intrigued the whole time, yeah with uh weird things like in in the uh at one point they go to this thing called the struggle where is this rope that's just um laying on the ground and it leads to this this black abyss, and it's kind of like tug of war with an basically un- the words. unseen yeah, an unseen force, and I thought. That was a really cool effect they did, where like they uh, had the rope go up, and I'm, I'm sure it was like a simple thing that they did, but it, it was really effective in my mind for having such a a low budget. Um, yeah. they're essentially playing tug of war with. It's the first time you realize that something's not right with that community, and yeah, because um, before
1: before all of that happens, they have one of the members kind of run into the woods, or he just does it on his own. Yeah. And then Justin's like, "Oh, well, that's just Smiley Dave." And yeah. then next Smiley, thing you know, you see Smiley Dave in the audience.
0: They do a good job of kind of making you wonder what's real, what's not. Smiley Dave, <laughs> the guy, it's the first guy you see that they say, "Oh, that's super culty," where he's just smiling at the the uh be, um, you with know, with his fanny pack. With his fanny pack. You find out he just had brain damage, which kind of makes him like that. Yeah. And uh, then um yeah, so they do this tug-of-war thing and then when uh, Justin kind of fails to have uh, you know any success with a with the struggle, and he has like a big rope burn mark on his hand, uh, he looks back at the crowd, and Smiley Dave is there, and it, they do a real good job at revealing little bits of information that have you kind of like intrigued and like what's really going on here. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I thought <laughs> that was really, and then uh, you know. Things continue to happen, and eventually, uh, Aaron says he wants to stay. Justin tries to leave, gets lost, and then that's when things get real, real messed up. (laughs) Yeah, the Uh, the
1: plot at all is not nearly the problem with this movie at all. It's actually really, really intriguing. Yeah, Um, Um, but it's yeah, but when uh, after after the whole uh, Justin tries to tries to get away. And he has to follow this path or whatever to go, go do something. After a little hiatus with the cult uh, leader, um, that's when it picks up. It picks up real good.
0: Yeah, and it's and real he, interesting. He runs into this guy in a shack. He he sees this guy going to the shack, so he he try he follows him, uh, knocks on the door. The guy's not answering, so he opens the door and he's just hanging there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's uh, you know there's a noose around his neck. He's he's hanging there. And then the same guy comes up behind him and starts like yelling at him. And don't, don't touch my bike. Don't don't enter my house.
1: Yeah, yelling.
0: yeah, and it's it's really like it 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 really just pulls you in when that happens because you're like, what the hell happened? And you find out that the 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 beast, the creature, they they call it it, um, you know, not as a nod to. Stephen King is just yeah. you know sometimes it is the only word you can use just the subjective term of you know hey it's. yeah um, and you find out that this thing can get you into a loop uh, like a constant loop um, that it will either kill you and restart the loop or you have to kill yourself and it will, and to restart the loop um, so the cult members are people who let the creature kill them. They think it's an honor to be killed by the creature because they get to live forever. And, uh, you know, um, it's in the same loop, but they have a they have a much bigger loop than some people. Uh, like the the first guy we see that we realize things aren't, that kind of explains exactly what's going on. He's in like a three-hour loop. Uh, there's other people that are in like a, you know, a couple-day loop, uh, which you find out later. And then you find out eventually there's one guy in a 10 second loop from like the late 1800s early 1900s and he's been in that way for like hundreds of years just the same 10 seconds just of,
1: trapped and he just keeps keeps going through the 10 not even 10 seconds maybe like a five second loop he just gets up dies well it's it's much.
0: it's 10 seconds because there's a clock on the tent and it would go 10 seconds and that then you would die yeah nah. um yeah i, I paid attention yeah. <laughs> I might have been five <laughs> seconds, actually. Now that I'm, I'm second-guessing myself. Don't second-guess
1: yourself. You're probably it was, right.
0: It was five or ten seconds. Um, and, you know, he just dies every ten seconds or five seconds. And, my God, that would be a, a, a nightmare. Yeah, it would suck. Uh, here, when, you, when you start meeting these people who are more... You know, cynical about the whole living for everything. They they don't they didn't really get the good end of the stick with it. Uh, you know, like I said, the the cult members have like a three month long, um, you know, loop. Some yeah. people have three hours, uh, so they're kind of going more crazy. But they they it also kind of adds a nice like comedic touch to it. Like uh, the first guy you meet, the guy who was hanging, he's he's real mad. He's trying to get justin to go to the, this other these other people stuck in a loop uh and uh you know to get him a gun <laughs> and there's these these little like weird uh volcanic looking poles like volcanic um yeah, you know, I don't know how
1: else to describe it they're like, yeah
0: they're like lava they're, the hardened lava sticks yeah. And he calls them hoodoo jigs, <laughs> <laughs> Which might be my favorite like kind of word for like thing jig or whatever. Hoodoo <laughs> fuck emajigs. Fuck Uh and then and then he goes to this, meet this guy called uh, what was the guy's name? It was like the, the the druggies name. Uh the tweaker gun guy? Tweaker Tweaker gun Dave or not Dave, it's like Tweaker Gun Dan or something like that. Uh, and it just has a really it's just really funny and and weird uh it's i, I don't know what else to say about it it's it's, it's ni- a nice comedic touch to an otherwise uh, you know relatively yeah, dark movie it's when things are picking up a little bit you
1: finally get to see that there's a lot of you know craziness going on and next thing you know these guys have lines of dialogue that pretty much make you laugh kind of takes yeah. you out of it a little bit and then like <laughs> maybe like 10 minutes later reels you right back in it's like oh yeah it's crazy yeah Yeah. it's it's
0: really really effective uh in pretty much every sense of the word it does have its flaws for sure Mm -hmm. um (sighs) one of the biggest flaws is the dialogue kind of granted this is something that probably does happen in cults but a lot of the dialogue is like non-speak. Like they say things that sound good but don't really mean anything. Yeah. Uh, again, that could be some. That's probably something that actually does happen in cults that kind of lures people in. Like, you know, they say they say like some poetic shit that doesn't mean anything, but it sounds real cool, uh, which to more vulnerable people could really uh, bring them in. Um, and then the where I thought this kind of fell flat. It has a pretty weak and uh, rushed ending in my opinion yeah um, where <laughs> you know th- the cult is getting ready to sacrifice themselves to the the creature and the then it. yeah the it and um, I forget why maybe you remember but Aaron and Justin are pulled away from that for some reason uh Aaron still wants to join the cult um and then he he's th- they see like a video because the uh the creature shows them images, pictures and videos of what it sees and they see the video of the uh cult sacrificing themselves and then you see that Aaron's upset cuz he wanted to be a part of that yeah and yeah, so I he re-
1: I think he's upset because it was already happening they yeah. wanted to be a part of that and they were stuck yeah. somewhere else, like cuz Aaron still 100 yards stay. away from it
0: yeah and then um
1: so if they get if they ended up get oh, I'm sorry did get stuck in the loop then they wouldn't Aaron wouldn't have been able to be with them when that yeah. was going down they would have so, been where they were so so to be in at. the
0: loop you either need to kill yourself within this barrier or uh get killed by the creature within that loop I, i'm mm-hmm. still unsure about exactly what how to get stuck in the loop yeah uh, that's what i gathered from it you have to die within that barrier that's for some reason and then uh they just all of a sudden justin says something like oh i'm staying you know i'm 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 sorry that i tried to run uh, rule your life etc cetera, etc cetera. and then Aaron's just like okay let's go <laughs> and, and as you could tell That they're just like Well they were
1: basically like uh, We're brothers man Like this We should be Before any other
0: Yeah And it was really Kind of cheesy And, and <laughs> Yeah uh, even said something really About
1: headstones And like Oh well it doesn't say It says beloved mother Or beloved brother Not yeah. beloved cult Yeah Like it's, It should be it's, us Not them
0: Yeah it's It was It just felt real rushed For an otherwise Pretty well thought out movie Yeah Um and and just seemed like they didn't know how to end it and were just like, Oh, let's just end it this way. And for me, like an ending can make or break a movie. For me, this didn't break it. Like there's some pretty bad movies that had great endings. I was like, you know what? It wasn't that bad. But yeah. and then this one kinda had. it was a I I was really liking it until the ending. And then when the ending hit, I was like, Yeah it's it's okay. Um well, I think I, what, it's what got it's me more than okay, but
1: was that uh, it was, I can't remember if it was Justin or Aaron, but they said that the... Oh, hi, Peanut. Um, <laughs>
0: hey, Peanut, come here. Come here.
1: Uh, I think... Uh, I can't remember which, which dude said it, but it was either Justin or Aaron, and they were like, oh, well, you got you to gotta fill up the tank of gas. And then it was like, well, it's always on E. So, like, does that mean, like, they're, they're stuck in a loop, like, themselves? Or
0: because that, that gas tank's always on E? Or, uh, or what? Or is it just because they're, they're constantly talking about how their car is broken with everything? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's, uh, I didn't really think that. That's the last line I heard. And I was like, oh, um, wait. Yeah. What? They do say it's always on E. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. It's, it seems really makes you think, doesn't it? It does make you think, but I, I, I don't know. It's, like is the whole world a loop that's like, oh. oh shoot oh, oh. <coughs> justin benson
1: aaron moorhead get in here
0: <laughs> we need your help uh but yeah it, it, overall it was a very intriguing movie i i enjoyed i enjoyed it for the the vast majority of it uh i even enjoyed it after the the week ending but the week ending really just kind of you know took away s- yeah exactly um But other than that, I don't really have anything to say. Do you have anything to wrap us up with? No, that's uh, that's really it. All right.
1: We can't go back to our lives knowing that there's actually something out here. Here. It doesn't let me sleep.
0: It doesn't let me dream. Oh, what? There's something down there. If you let it control you, it's gonna control you over and over again
1: we're stuck in these things we couldn't be happier. happier happier there's something out here isn't there
0: so let's get into it let's get into the judgment uh we have two movies the christmas chronicles and the endless Some might, one of them might make the shelf. Both of them might make a shelf. None of them might not make the shelf. (laughs) Uh, It's really really up to us. We need a unanimous decision. So Glenn, let's start with the Christmas Chronicles. Do you believe this deserves to go on the KFR shelf?
1: Negative. Uh, I think Kurt Russell deserves to be on the shelf. That's it. Yes, much
0: like Mean Streets with Martin Scorsese, Kurt Russell deserves to go on the shelf. But I would agree, (laughs) Christmas Chronicles (laughs) is not worthy of the shelf. I don't want to have to keep dusting it and, and shit, so I'm going exactly. to say no, too. <laughs> what about The Endless? I'm If I'm honest, I'm on the fence about Endless, um, mainly because of the ending. If the ending was stronger, I'd probably say definitely, but uh, I'm going to let you, you uh, kind of do your judgment uh, before I make my decision. So I feel like
1: The Endless, I feel like for its budget, it was a pretty well-done movie. Pretty damn well done movie. Its subject mm-hmm. matter was it's pretty brilliant overall. And uh, if it had a higher budget, if it had better acting, if it had a polished script, all that, I think this movie absolutely definitely would have uh, made the shelf for me. Not that any of those like things, I guess, really could have been helped for how it was. But uh, yeah, I feel like if it, I would love to see like this movie be kind of like remade, not remade, but kind of like. Given the proper things that it needed to shine,
0: yeah, I got you. Um, so I take it that's a no for you, then it is, it's unfortunately a no for me. I understand. Um, uh, super kudos, though. Good movie, yeah. Uh, I, for me, the only reason I would say, I'm gonna say yes. Uh, I'm obviously it doesn't matter since you said no, um, just for the sole per the sole fact that it had such a low budget and, um, you know, it, uh, it had so many obstacles that it overcame. Yeah. Uh, the ending is super weak. Um, I'm kind of more comfortable with saying that I feel like it deserves on there just cause you said no, <laughs> if I'm yeah. honest. Um, if you said it did deserve, I'd probably have a harder time, but, uh, it's, well, you're uh, welcome for this very easy decision yeah, for you. <laughs> yeah. So, so for the fact that it did so much with such a little budget, I like movies that kind of break the mold like that, um, in, in that sense. So I, I'm going to say yes, just because it, it, it is a very independent movie that was for the most part solid, um. But you know, since it's not a unanimous decision, it does not make it on the shelf. So no movie this week makes it on the shelf, Glenn. Glenn's an asshole, guys. That's the second time that's Glenn's happened in our entire our entire podcast, <laughs> entire podcast um, career. Yeah, all seven episodes. <laughs> so uh, that's all for those two movies. We got two movies for next week, uh, Glenn. What is your movie? <clears throat> You're gonna hate me. Oh no!
1: And I have. Uh, no doubt that you will, but uh, because it's been so freaking hyped up and since we decided, you know, let's knock out uh, the Haunting on House, Hill House or whatever the fuck it was. We're going to do Bird Box because it's been memed and it's been talked about for the dear love of God and only in the holy matrimony of Jesus Christ. I don't even <laughs> know what I'm talking about at this point, but we're going to watch Bird Box. Bird I want to see what the hype's starring,
0: about. starring Sandra Bullock.
1: Uh, you got a quick synopsis for us? Five years after an ominous, unseen presence drives most of society to suicide, a mother and her two children make a desperate bid to reach safety.
0: And that is, of course, available on Netflix. It is a Netflix original movie. I swear, we got to start getting sponsored by Netflix because all the movies we pick are on Netflix.
1: Yeah, um, like I didn't even mean for that, but like it, it's, it's been yeah, so it's hyped just, and I want to see yeah. what the deal is. And it's,
0: it's just a, obviously it's an easy, easy way for us to make sure we both can watch it. Yeah. Um, uh, my movie is also on Netflix. It, uh,
1: <laughs> Netflix, you know who to come to. Let's yeah. go.
0: Come on. It's uh, it's called When Angels Sleep. When uh, Angels Sleep. 100% the only reason I picked this movie is I like the advertisement poster. They, You know, Netflix, they have multiple posters, but there's one where it's like uh, this, gir- this guy's face and there's like a scene from the movie and the guy's face and all that stuff. Anyway. So it's uh, after a businessman falls asleep at the wheel and hits a woman with his car. His interactions with her scared friend unleash a string of dark events. So we're going spoopy with uh, next week's episode. Two two uh, is horror ish movies. It's also a foreign film. I believe it is, judging by the names. Yeah. Um, that was you know un- unintended, but
1: otherwise known as uh, Cuando los Angeles duermen.
0: Yeah. If yeah. I pronounce that wrong, you know who we are. We suck. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, do, um, honestly, the whole reason I picked this movie was the poster, and then the synopsis sounded interesting. I haven't even watched the trailer for it. This movie could be complete garbage. Uh, Caitlin, Caitlin says to stop picking bad movies, Glenn, so hopefully Bird Box isn't bad. <laughs> Me? <laughs>
1: um, I don't even know what else I've done, but I feel like I've done better than f- No, you freaking... you have. You have. Christmas Chronicles is oh, pretty good. much
0: your, your one. You one might have fault. had one, one other fault. Anyway, that is it for this week Next week's movies are Bird Box and When Angels Sleep uh, As always, you can follow us on Instagram Keystone underscore film underscore review Follow us on Facebook at Keystone Film Review On Letterboxd, I am Mike KFR And I am Glenn KFR And that will do it for Keystone Film Review Podcast for this week Goodbye, everybody Ho, ho, ho Bye, Felicias